How's it going? Welcome back to the first episode to Databytes. I'm your host, Aryan Agrawal. And today we'll be diving into a review about the Apple Vision Pro. And I'm going to read it based on some of its tech specs, uh, both hardware and software. Then I would move on to its use cases, the price point, the competition within the spatial computing industry and what does the Apple Vision Pro behold in 10, 20 and 30 years. So starting off, we have the hardware, which Apple have done a really good job in making it look good making it feel good and just getting it to a bit more technical aspects about it. The 3D camera, the new 3D camera is an amazing step towards viewing photos and videos on Apple devices. They were one of the first companies to produce a 3D camera that can capture the depth of a photo. And secondly, the R1 chip, which is remarkably known for capturing data at high velocity. Now, this is important as the Apple Vision Pro crunches up a lot of data in such a short amount of time. With how customizable it is to end user, it is detrimental for a device like this to have a chip that can read and process data that quickly so that the user don't expect input delay or input lag. Then, and an additional point that I would like to make is the attention to detail by Apple. And this is what they do really well. So one of the things that caught my eyes was the light seal in particular. Now, the primary reason why the light seal was put was to avoid glare, which I feel is pretty smart because if you see in the normal VR headsets that are in use, at times in the day, if light does creep in, you always have that glare between your eyes, which can be damaging to your eyes in some aspect as well as not getting the full user experience as you wanted to whereas in the apple vision pro they have taken care of it once again apple having a great attention to detail for the consumers so on the hardware if i had to rate it out of 10 i would have to give it a solid nine, nine and a half. I guess the only place I would knock points off is because of the battery. You'd have the wire dangling out connected to the battery. So that's the only downside I would say on the hardware component, on the exterior looks component, but the technology on the hardware and the, the tech on the hardware itself is very, very good. Now, moving on to the software where 
Apple have decided to use their new operating system called as Vision OS. Now, this is a new operating system specially curated for the Apple Vision Pro. And an interesting thing about this is this opens an opportunity for different gaming apps to develop games on Vision OS or which uses Vision OS as a platform to make users fully immersed in the gaming experience. And even video viewing companies or streaming companies like Netflix, YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, and such streaming companies like that would have fierce competition amongst each other in providing the real viewing experience for the user for Vision OS. So I feel like not only is it a great development for the Apple Vision Pro, but it is also a great development and an opportunity for the people who want to develop apps and create unique experiences for the users via Vision OS. And in the Worldwide Developers Conference, I guess another interesting thing to point out is the the OLED text system that's been in use. Now, Apple uses two micro OLED uh, systems, one for each eye. And considering that each of them give more resolution than a 4K TV for each eye and another size of a postage stamp deserves some credit.
they can produce so much power and condense it in such a small chip is a huge achievement for Apple and is truly groundbreaking to uh, not even to an extent but it is truly groundbreaking and lastly on the software bit that is again really really incredible is the ability to do 3D mapping so what this essentially means is your Apple Vision Pro can map out your room can map out the people and the objects in your room and create sound to come in your ears in such a way that it would while you're watching TV, right? So once again, the attention to detail by Apple is top notch. And this shows that they care about the customer experience of this brand new product, right? Even even we can go a bit far in saying that the ML patterns that they have used to uh, to visualize your face in FaceTimes is pretty accurate. Although it could get a bit better, I I felt personally from watching the the video on YouTube about the app uh, the Vision Pro, I think there's a touch. This touch or this a feel that the person who you're talking to on FaceTime is not. Is does it look the same as a person who you would talk on the phone with? So I feel that's where I would not knock some points of software, or that deserves a that that needs a bit of development. But no, other than that, I guess for software, even with the ML stuff the face and in the FaceTime, you would have to give it 10 out of 10. In terms of hardware and software, I truly think this has been one of the best products in since Steve Jobs passed away. Apple, Apple are back to innovating products in different fields. Right? We saw with what Steve Jobs did with the iPhone, with the iPod, with the iPad. And this could be it. This could be the next big thing, not only for Apple, but for the entire world. Now, coming on to its use cases. Now, this this could be slightly controversial or in terms of practicality, I didn't see much use of it. But in terms of having fun and enjoying enjoying entertainment leisure i would have to say that this is up there now l- let me talk a bit about how it changes your experience while watching a video or while watching a movie versus compared to just watching a video or a, a video or a movie on a tv screen or in the cinema yeah so just going into some of the use cases, I, I feel Apple have done a really good job in capturing the immersive viewing experience. Apple have made, view, made viewing of video, not just viewing of video on a big screen. They have focused on transforming the space that you view it in, in, in the sense that you could have a screen of any size you wanted with any background image. So, virtually speaking, you could have a 
sorry, technically speaking, you could have a you could have a cinema in your home on the Vision Pro, and not only that, uh, the spatial audio which you get on the AirPods Pro, the AirPods Max, is slightly curated to cater these movies on the Apple Vision Pro, which they have added to be a directional spatial audio rather than just a spatial audio. And also another interesting thing that they brought up in the conference was the gaming side of things. I still feel that in terms of gaming, they, not many people would buy the Apple Vision Pro to replace their monitors or TVs just for gaming. Whereas the other examples shown in the video in itself, I feel like they are the primary use cases for an average user to buy those in the entry stage of the product. So just like reading and browsing the internet, that's something that someone could do on that more efficiently than they would do it on their phone or laptop or monitor. And people who work in a simulated workstation and who collaborate a lot in the sense of making PowerPoint presentations can usually can get a lot of help with this product because of its fast image space due to spatial computing, right? So that adds seamless, like it's just it's just a part of the Mac OS ecosystem which Apple have done really well to in integrate a, sim a simulated workstation and work collaboration space, right? How seamlessly you could work on the same thing on your iPad versus the same thing as your Mac. And so what the Mac OS ecosystem can do, which Apple does really, really well, is how they build upon integrating different devices in the sense that the work that you do on your iPad can be easily done on your Mac as well. The photos that you want to share on your Mac can seamlessly go to your iPhone. So this is where the simulated workstation or collab space is what Apple has done really well with this product as well. The fact that you can have PPTs open, work on them simultaneously while talking to someone on FaceTime, while having multiple documents open at any width and height that you want to do is really is a really amazing feat for Apple. So yeah, that just sums up the use cases that I thought just of the first viewing of the product. Again, it's more of a leisure product for the higher income people because of its price point, which I'll be getting into my next point. But as for the rating and for the use cases, as an entertainment product, I would like to rate it about eight and a half, nine, which just as a practical product, day-to-day -day product, I would have to give it a six and a half or seven. Uh, yeah, six and a half or seven might be a bit too harsh, but in terms of practicality and day-to-day -day use for a common person, I don't see it giving that much value with the price point being 3,500 US dollars. So, yes, the 
the what the price point does is it limits the initial customer adoption process. So you have uh, the number of people who want to buy that product and test it out and keep on buying it in the future product line of the Vision Pro will be limited at the start. And I, I primarily think that is the reason because Apple is just targeting primarily developers and tech enthusiasts in this market to get their hands on it. Yeah. Additionally, I would also say this is a really good breakthrough into the spatial computing market race because this has just brought a whole lot of awareness into every industry about the capabilities of spatial computing. And just by the name of it, Apple Vision Pro, I'm expecting an Apple Vision to be out as well. So that the the price point, like I said earlier, doesn't limit the initial customer adoption. So uh, consumer adoption, consumer adoption for the product. So just based on the price point, I don't think it is greatly priced, but if you see its use cases and the people who would want to buy it for those particular use cases, I would have to give it a 6 out of 10 just because it's too steep of a price and this leaves a lot of opportunity to my next topic, uh, the competition with Meta. In a recent interview with Lex Fitman, Mark Zuckerberg pretty much explained that how Apple releasing this product at that price point just increases demand for the overall space to which MetaQuest 3 is the primary beneficiary. Now, MetaQuest 3 is somewhat this a similar product like the Apple Vision Pro, which is going to be released in, in the fall or is going to be talked un, unveiled on the fall, in, in the fall. And yeah, c- coming back onto the point with the competition with Meta, Mark Zuckerberg also said that this one would be the MetaQuest 3 would be designed for a more democratic ethos for accessibility, all right, for social interaction and giving and exercising. That's one thing that Mark Zuckerberg specifically talked about, which I feel is right because the Apple Vision Pro doesn't quite grasp the idea of social interaction and exercise giving to some extent I would agree but I would still give give, in terms of gaming I would still give Meta Quest 3 the edge and this just sets up Meta Quest 3 in a really good position as like, like the previous point said that there would be tons and tons of people trying to see what a spatial computing product can really do. And if MetaQuest 3 comes at a very reasonable price point, then it's advantage Meta because Apple have lost on the opportunity to capitalize on the initial time frame they had on Meta. But with the product price that high, they might be looking to release the Apple Vision to compete with the MetaQuest 3. One of the few things that have come up with uh, the Apple Vision Pro is 
what is the future of it? How is it going to look like in 10, 20 or 30 years? And me personally, this is what I think is going to happen. I feel like the future of monitors and TVs are going to slowly disappear away. And the more practical that spatial computing gets, the more there is a threat for physical monitors and televisions. I generally feel like in the next 20, 30 years, we would not have, or the monitors available would be very limited as the technology of spatial computing will be really practical for different people in different industries. Although, and other point that I would like to reiterate on is reiterate on is definitely how how are the big companies, the big tech companies, going to replace replace the technology that's been there for for a very very long time, televisions, monitors, and the so the the next ten twenty years will be super interesting. It's going to be very competitive. I feel like the competition for microprocessors and chips are already it's, it's already breaking up but with the rapid developments of spatial computing this the war on chips is just starting and I believe nowhere in the future will ever come to an end unless we find a sustainable way but regardless just to end off I would like to say Apple Vision Pro just the product itself is an absolute 10 on 10 uh, I know obviously my rankings, I did knock up some points, but that's just the initial view. I feel like the feeling that the consumer will get wearing those is second to none. And it's truly revolutionary in some aspects that how Apple were able to make a product like this with such good quality, with such good attention to detail. And I'm usually not an Apple guy, but this product made me respect Apple a lot, a lot more than I used to before, for sure. Uh, but yeah, th I guess that's about it in my uh, short review about the Apple Vision Pro. Make sure to stay tuned for the next episode of Data Bytes. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>